0: Hi, this is Michael Ironside, and you're listening without your head. Live here at the station of decapitation without your head. I'm Nasty Neil.
1: I'm Treacherous Trista.
0: We're joined by the fine people here at Spare Parts, which is out now on VOD, DVD, Blu ray. We have uh, director Andrew Thomas Hunt. Hey, guys. Hello. Gals. Michelle Argaris.
1: Hey,
2: everyone.
0: Emily Alitalo.
2: Hi.
0: (laughs) Kiriana Stanton. Hi. Hello, and Chelsea Muirhead. Hi. Now, just so everyone knows, uh, Andy's not going to get mad at us if he leaves in, in, in a little bit, but he has something to do. So,
3: so let everyone know. I'm actually getting my second dose of the vaccine tonight. So, uh, last minute appointment came up. I grabbed it. Very good. Uh, so, there we go. Very good. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I had mine a couple weeks ago. Everything went fine. So, your second or your first? Second
2: nice yes, oh man yeah. how did you feel did you get did you feel sick at all or did you have i enough- didn't
0: at all no um yeah. i my arm was slightly sore but really almost unnoticeable Mhm.
3: but i was yeah, totally pretty cool. yeah.
0: good
3: yeah same with yeah, I- me i i didn't feel anything any no complications so yeah it didn't hurt as much as their arms during surgery
1: Right. <laughs> right
3: definitely I'm there. <laughs> they really uh went
0: all out for the movie had, had surgery and then the reversal surgery I, I, I yeah, yeah
3: yeah it actually yeah, saved it. money in the long run thanks to Canada's health plan
0: <laughs> up uh, yeah up in toronto yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah yeah free medicare for all
0: yeah <laughs> so, andrew how did you how so your director you didn't write the movie so how did you get uh involved in it
3: Uh, I was at TIFF, uh, I guess, about six years ago. Uh, I'm a partner at Raven Banner. uh, And so, you know, we go to TIFF every year. Uh, It's in our backyard, obviously, here in Toronto. And so um, uh, some guys came up to me uh, and pitched me a bunch of different films. And Spare Parts was one of them. And I just, I loved the concept. And uh, immediately kind of attached myself as director. uh, Because I was looking for my next project at that time and um the original concept was actually uh the girls were rock climbers and then they get captured and you know uh drugged and operated on but um after brainstorming yeah we changed them from rock climbers to a rock band because it just was more sexier fun. That, yeah you know. sexier, still that it, it's
0: still <laughs> connected right
3: yeah ex- if, if anything it connected even better, you know what I mean? Because we knew that we wanted to have this kind of hybrid genre mashup, and that punk had the right aesthetic for it. And we could start the the movie with a, a bar brawl and a kick ass song. So it it was just yeah, the perfect perfect change for the script.
0: Yeah. Now we'll go around here and see everyone get involved. Uh, uh, Michelle, how did you get involved in the movie?
2: Yeah. So first of all, it's kind of cool seeing all of us. The four of us have not been like together in one room, even though it's virtual. So hi, everybody, Kiriana, Chelsea. (laughs) Um, So mine was interesting because I was actually on a children's show (laughs) for a year and a half. And, um, you know, I I love doing Children's Network, but um, I was aching for something raw, something gritty. And when spare parts kind of came along, I was just like, I'm so fucking ready for this right now. This is what I need in my life. And I had um, just finished with that show at the time and, uh, you know, had a a callback with Andrew. We had to do it over. uh, What is it? Like maybe Zoom or something. Skype
3: at that time. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Skype. And uh, yeah, it just it felt like the right character, right role at the right time. And so we just
0: yeah,
4: we jumped on board.
0: Uh, Kiriana, how did you get involved?
4: Oh, gosh. Well, pretty much just the straight up audition. But I do have a funny story about that. Um, When I got the call for the callback and I showed up to the callback and I was talking to all the girls in the room, I realized that I was it was like chemistry reads. And I was the only person there auditioning for Cassie. And I did the chemistry read with one of the Jills And I was like, do you want me to stick around? Because (laughs) you're doing chemistry reads and there's nobody else here. And they were like, no, it's okay. You can go. I was like, okay. And then I went back downstairs and I stayed for two hours. And they were like, Actually, you want to come up and read with the next person? I was like, yeah, totally. Came and up and then with that the was me. Person. I think you were like the third, the third person, maybe. Yeah, and then I ended mm-hmm. up reading with Chelsea, who ended up booking. I was like, okay, cool. She's the only one who gave me like anger, which is like great to work with, yeah. right? Especially for a punk band thing. So I'm glad I stayed long enough. And then I ended up being in the room with Chelsea, who ended up booking. And I was like, this is mm-hmm. hell yeah. So I just hung around for like two hours. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And it was such a wonderful experience, too, because I remember when we we went up and, and went into the room and we played the scene at first. And It was like in the office and there was like couches and uh, stuff sprawled around lying down on the ground. And we did this scene at the time, like dogs come out of the garage and are about yeah. to attack us and stuff. Um, it changed a lot since then. But then Andrew was like, you know, you guys are engaged. You guys like are, love each other. And we're like, OK. And I just looked at Kiriana. And I was like, can I hug you? And she's just like, fuck yeah. And then we, for like, it felt like forever. It was like maybe two minutes. We just like breathed in each other and just like looked at each other and stepped into our places and just like did it. And then we, and we also had to do some like shadow boxing and and stuff, (laughs) but yeah. (laughs) But it was really nice having you with me. And then we ended up doing it together and I, that wouldn't have happened if you didn't stay. So obviously that was a blessing for sure. So.
0: And neither of you knew each other beforehand.
1: No. No, none of us knew each other at all. And actually, Emily, I remember Emily was there in my callback as well. And she was reading and doing a chemistry test with the with another girl that was cast as Michelle's character. And then it ended up getting recast with uh, mm-hmm. Michelle. But I remember you, you were so Emily, Emily Little Bean, like so <laughs> focused. And I remember just dee 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 and just like trying to be like, hi, everyone. Hi, hi. And everyone was so focused. And But I remember Emily was also there in my audition as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Emily, do you have a story about there about the audition?
5: I do, yeah. So, I had randomly gone onto Casting Workbook, which is what we use as a casting site, but normally it's just our agents that go on. I'm sorry, I just got invisible. <laughs> <and visualized it. laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I'm
2: Oh, God.
5: Them off, but there's I have brackets because my teeth are so mangled. So, yeah, every, brackets. Every, on every tooth. <laughs> <laughs> and they're very sharp. I'm really like, sorry. Um, it's okay, Bean. <laughs> so, I'll be like this for the next year. Um, yeah. So I I went onto this site, which I normally never do. I didn't even really know that you could go on to see what was auditioning because your agent normally takes care of everything. So I went onto the site and saw this breakdown and I was like, this is the most amazing concept in the world. Like, please sign me up, sign me up. And they were looking for people who had stunt experience, which I do. And I'm like always looking for an excuse to feel badass. Um, and so I messaged my agent about it and he was like, no, you're not doing that. (laughs) And I was like, please, 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 please. I really, really want to just let me audition. I was so excited about it. And then, um, in the audition process, I remember I was waiting outside, but there was, it was like this really cool building and there were like long glass hallways and where I was waiting, I could see the girl in front of me and she was doing her shadow boxing portion. Oh, yeah. I'm sure she's a lovely gal and very sweet, but she looked so uncoordinated, and I was just like, "I got this in the bag." <sighs> remember, <laughs> remember going in, just feeling so good and so ready, because it's so rare that we get to do that. And normally, you're feeling really intimidated. And I was so excited, and I loved the whole the whole process. I love that we did yeah. chemistry reads; it was really cool. I think I think Andrew, you had Willa in the audition. Yeah. Always, oh, yeah,
1: he did for all of Yeah.
3: She's always with me. It's funny because Emily is the only one of the four that I had met prior. She had been uh, in a couple of films that Raven Banner had released. And so uh, she came in, and I was like, hey, hi, Emily. And she was just like, yeah, hi. Because she, she was so focused on the character that like, she didn't want to break it. And I was like, oh, what a bitch. Uh, but then when she did <laughs> she her like, audition, uh, she was like, hey, hi, how are you? But like, she was like so focused and intense coming in, which uh, which I dug. Yeah. And I didn't think you were a bitch, Emily. I do now, but I didn't then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
3: Emily mentioned having
0: stunt background, and I saw Kiriana does too. Does, does uh, everyone have some stunt background?
1: No, not at all. Uh, Actually... After Spare Parts, because we did a month of training after this movie. That's when I started doing boxing, and I actually joined a dojo, and I've started doing karate. I get to test for my yellow belt soon. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> yeah, so I learned my first two katas. But before this movie, I have only dreamed of doing stunts, and I loved it so much. And so now I'm like getting a little bit more into it. But at the time, no.
4: Yeah, I came into this having six years plus of like. <laughs> fight experience, weapons training, sword fighting. I used to be an ex-competitive martial artist, uh, just kind of all around, especially for film. I've done stunts on and off a lot of my own stuff. So came into this being like, I can kick ass. So let me please. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so That was really fun. And the stunt team was absolutely lovely to work with. And I ended up one of the guys I ended up killing in the film is actually a close friend of mine that I'd met in fight class before. So we got to work together a bunch, which was a lot of fun on set to just like know the people that I'm beating up. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, for me, um, I did
2: like one stunt role on shadow hunters, where I was this like evil fairy, and I was killing off like the vampires and the werewolves and everything in like one scene. So that was kind of my only on camera uh, fight scene. But uh, since I was a little girl, like I did gymnastics, and I, you know, competed nationally and did cheerleading and stuff. So I've always was using my body and my physicality for a lot of different roles, including the children's program, which we had to do like circus tricks that I had to learn how to do this, like the silks and, you know, all sorts of stuff. So I feel like all that previous uh, training helped me be able to pick up the choreography quickly and kind of just dive right in.
0: Uh, by the way, Terrible Troy is here with us uh, as well. Hey. How's everybody doing
1: today? Fantastic. How are you, Troy? I'm
3: great. Thank you. It looks like he's things stuck things? in someone's basement. I, I hope you're okay. Were
1: you kidnapped? <laughs> Were you drugged? Are I'm, you okay? Blink free time.
3: I'm safe. I'm safe.
1: Okay. Be Good
5: careful God. what you say. <laughs> I know. You
3: They're to behind listen. you. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, for Andrew, where did you find a place to film the arena? Because it looks amazing. And you also take advantage of it with a lot of great over, overhead shots.
3: Yeah. So, so um, this film was. Uh, Funded largely through um, a regional uh, incentive uh, in northern Ontario, so we actually went up to uh, Sudbury, which is about three hours north of Toronto, and uh, found this amazing recycling facility where they actually like recycle cars and cans and trains and buses and ambulances and so. And it was just like this insane, messy junkyard and that's exactly what you see on film and originally we were going to build the arena inside one of their facilities because like these the facilities they have they're like, like cavernous but um about maybe a month or two before we were to shoot they said we couldn't have that room anymore that they were using it to store pcbs or something like that uh so anyways um so but they said oh but we have this auto wrecking yard like north of our plant, you can have that. And so we went there and that's exactly where we built the arena. So we built it outside. We just picked up the cars from around us and built this arena on top of each other and um, you know, took out the 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 dirt that was there as best we could to clean it up and brought in like sand to create like a, a level of protection for the girls and the stunt team. And uh yeah, so that was that was probably the most challenging part of the film was shooting this thing Outdoors at night in October up in oh. northern Ontario in a it's place snowed where, one
4: day. It snowed okay. one day.
3: Yeah, like the, the weather could literally change within five minutes. I remember one one night we were shooting and we had Julian up on the, the dais and you know suddenly this massive rain and thunderstorm came in and we had to like pull everything down and get everyone out and uh we lost half a day of shooting. But uh yeah, the girls were shooting in a lot of rain and snow.
2: It added to our discomfort. Was so ask, it,
0: does it, it add it, something? It, you
2: know, it. <laughs> yeah. I remember yeah. Anthony, you were doing like one of the, the scene where you had the drone and you were trying to get us and you're like, girls walk like at the same time. And my feet were so cold that I couldn't feel my toes anymore. So I think I was off. Like all the girls were thinking. <sighs> I'm like, I think my I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. And then you're like, Michelle, like, in sync. I'm like, I can't feel my toes. I'm like, can we have a minute? And you're like, yeah, yeah, okay, go. And then we changed our socks. We had to warm up our feet so we could continue doing that drone shot. So yeah, I mean, we, we, it was great though because that discomfort to my earlier point really helped us get uncomfortable. And obviously the characters we played were not in a very comfortable environment or space. So
0: it was obviously a very physical uh, movie and then you had on top of it, uh, the elements. Was there any uh, injuries or anything like that on, on film?
5: I don't think so. Did we have a single? So. Ind-
1: no, no not scraped, that I could think of. Yeah. And, bruises, and I remember the, casual stuff. the first day that, I mean, Michelle really got the brunt of it. I remember mm. when you were doing your scene the first time that we were wearing our prosthetic, uh, weapons uh-huh. and you came back and you were like, Fuck, guys, we need to pan the, pad the insides. Cause you were getting like bruised and cuts on the inside of your, uh, arm from like smashing and and doing things and then we discovered after that maybe we should pad the inside of those aluminum tubes or whatever they were made of at the time the pipes um but yeah other than they were heavy and and heavy heavy, 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 heavy.
2: very like sometimes we just wanted to like use our other hand to help us do the move so like we could make it look cool without it but as soon as we put it on it was like and we wanted to look like badass while doing it and not like you know (laughs) So yeah, those things are heavy. But you're right; I totally forgot about that. That was at the yeah. beginning. So you fixed that right away. We got the pads
3: in there and
4: stuff. The biggest and- thing was just the sand. The sand got everywhere, oh. <laughs> all every day, every day.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, and, and and yeah, and pools of water in the sand, and like you know, the, the, the cables for the lights running through it. It was like, it was dirty and wet. I got to take out and- with
2: Ryan Allen in that sand, okay? It was, <laughs> <not really wet. laughs>
4: it was pretty spicy, if you ask me. <laughs> I just sobbed
5: over Chelsea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's true.
5: <laughs> I, I think yes. I, I did also hit James Eddie's hand. Not, I think I know I did. I'm just really so embarrassed. <laughs> I closed my eyes on our first take when I have to. I have to like swing my arm and, and hit him, and then he blocks it. And it's like the number one rule: keep eye contact. And like as I was swinging, there was like sand falling and everything. And I closed my eyes and hit his knuckles, and he was he was bleeding pretty good, but he didn't say anything. He just kind of kept going, and but I saw like blood dripping down his hand but he's pretty badass guys were real
2: pros i mean like we did a lot of our stunts but some of the really really difficult moves i mean that stunt team came in and they kicked some ass for us so props to you guys are listening thank you for being there for us yeah well
3: and, and that's and that's the thing we we needed the stunt players not because you know obviously we didn't want you girls to get hurt uh but it's we had an 18-day shooting schedule. And so if one of the girls got hurt doing their own stunt, like we, we can't stop, we can't pause, we can't reschedule. Like we had a finite 18 days to get this entire film. Six of those we used for the, for the stunts, like for the fight scenes. So um, yeah, that's why we had to make sure that we had great stunt players to, to help the girls out uh, in that regard. So,
0: uh, Trista, do you have a question? I'd love to
2: know if you guys are horror fans yourselves. And if you are, what are some of your favorite
5: films? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm I'm a bit of a chicken, to be honest. I'm a bit <laughs> of a chicken. Um I I do love watching a scary movie though and, and getting spooked. I just watched the new the new zombie one, um, Army Zack the Snyder, Dead. the Army of the Dead. Yeah. And at oh, first, my. like I watched the first 20 minutes and turned it off cuz i was like oh dear and then i was like, maybe i should give it another another shot and then i was in and i really really enjoyed it and i did, it was like super fun it was super super fun
2: i'll echo emily a little bit i feel i get like horror the genre scares me to watch cuz then i i will have nightmares and i will have continuous nightmares um but i love shooting horror and it's a very therapeutic experience for sure. me I, mean, I don't know about you girls but it's like all that crap and that shit that's going on in your life you take it you can harness it into your character and just spew it right out and that's kind of like a perfect uh genre to be able to do that with so yeah,
5: yeah i
4: find that there's a very fine line between horror and thriller and you'd think that gore would mean horror but there's plenty of really gory thrillers and for mm. me, I I lean more towards the hardcore thriller side than the horror side. At least as a, as an audience, as an actor, I love the straight up horror. But I I really, really, really loved Mike Flanagan's Hill House. I gotta say, like mm. it's one of one of my favorite things in that genre that I've ever seen. And like how deeply emotional it was able to get with the concepts of grief and loss and also making it scary and having these supernatural elements but it really
1: the more that the horror is
4: about the characters and their story the more I'm gonna like it personally as well
1: yeah and I think on on that note I wasn't a horror fan until I started doing film and now like I, I love all genres but I watch the Baba Duck. um and like you don't really see this, this monster, this ghost very often. And like, that was so effective in, in the storytelling. And then, and it was more about the characters. And again, like the story that uh, you're referencing, Kiriana as well about like mourning and loss. And that was kind of the movie that flipped me into like that kind of horror movie where it's more psychological and like mm-hmm. more story driven as well. It's not necessarily about a beast or a scare or something popping out. And as an actor watching that as well, this kid, my God, this like seven year old kid, he can't fucking act. And I was like, wow, we, <laughs> all right, boy, I see you. Um, but that was one of, one of, one of the movies that I really, really like. Also the orphan as well. Um, Cause that, that girl, the, something about, it's going to sound weird. Something about kids. I agree. Acting and like <laughs> yeah. so, because they're just so, yeah. so creepy. And I'm like, how mm-hmm. are you so good at what you're doing? Can I be that good of an actor? Thanks. Um, so that was amazing. And I loved the series.
2: I did enjoy that. That was very psychological. And there was a scene where Norman came down and he became his mom and he no longer could tell the difference between being him or being his mom. Like he took her persona on and he yeah. was wearing her. Uh, coat in the kitchen and she she had all of Norma's mannerisms and it was the creepiest thing I have ever seen
1: yeah and what an
2: it was it was fully psychological which was
1: right and what an extraordinary acting challenge as well to have something so just like kind of what we tried to do in this movie like really throw spaghetti against a wall and like have it turn into freaking snakes like and make that believable, make that real. Like that's kind of like, I feel like what we tried guy. to do. Like that. you know?
0: <laughs> How about Andrew yeah. yourself? Are you a horror movie fan?
3: Well, I, I wouldn't be a partner at Raven Banner if I wasn't, <laughs> you know, I, uh, yeah, grew up on that. Cronenberg was my first in major influence. The fact that he's from Toronto and was doing these great, uh, just, Unique, challenging, left of center horror movies. Like Videodrome is still one of my favorite films to this day. Uh, you know, I loved, of course, Sam Raimi's Evil Dead, the early films of Peter Jackson, all the trauma stuff, Toxic Avenger, all that stuff. You know, because I was a teenager and I just, I loved the stuff that was visceral. Um, Rosemary's Baby is, is still one of my... Yeah,
0: Rosemary's Baby, sure. Yeah.
3: Oh, there you go. Yeah, Mia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I, I I do, uh you know... Um, I, I kind of find that I've, at this point, I kind of feel like I've seen it all, and it's hard to, for me to see a film and for it to have an impact on me that it used to have. But I'd say that one of the last films that I saw that really kind of had me on my the edge of my seat was uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe. I really I uh, dug that, that one. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah and that, that
0: one, it really, you didn't know where it was going, which mm-hmm. really kept you in, into the movie.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, uh Andre did a phenomenal job with that so yeah
5: If you guys, I- if you guys could tell us one horror movie that we have absolutely have <laughs> to see what would you recommend
0: Oh that's a big question uh it that is that's a tough
5: <laughs> this, uh, You guys first, are you know, the experts I need to know
0: I was I'm trying yeah. to think of something that you know that you would probably like I, know, uh, I don't I have to think about this, but yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I'd, I'd say Video drum. <laughs> if, if, you, if, if you've never seen David Cronenberg's Video you have to watch it because it's not only shot in Toronto but set in Toronto. It's uh, based on what City TV used to be like back in the '70s. Uh, mm-hmm. So James Woods is playing Moses Imner. Uh Basically, I don't know if you girls know who he is or remember who he is, but uh, I'm keep nodding so, yeah. in your
5: head as if I do. Yeah, I love- <laughs> <laughs> All right, smiling
3: not. Thanks. It was made in 1983. I read it many times as a kid. Unless
1: we're born uh, yet, Andrew. Video, <laughs> video drum. Video like, drum.
3: Drum. Drum.
0: drum. drum. I, think, okay. I think that's kind of a weird movie to go into if
3: you're not. Nah, no, fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> they got. They got to see it. Uh
0: huh. I mean, right, if I could go go I would so say it. Creep Show because uh, that's the movie I like since I was a kid, and it's very fun. It's got a good combination of it's fun. Get the short stories. Great actors in that yeah, one. Yeah, great actors. I
5: missed what you said. Did you say freak creep show? Creep show. Freep the show. original
0: creep show. Yeah. Okay. Did you? Bean, did are you don't see, don't you watch creep show right too. I'm writing, down.
1: I'm writing it. Bean. I'm writing it down. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Am I? I was right? going to, but I was like, Bean is gonna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: have
5: sticky notes and things. Yeah. <laughs>
3: guys, I, I,
0: I, I got, to jump
3: out. I gotta jump out. Uh, in like two minutes. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, I have a Thank question actually for the from the chat for you real quick. Then Andrew Buckner. Uh, he watched Spare Parts uh, Tuesday night and was great fun. And he really enjoyed the 80s, 90 vibe of the film. Not really a question, but I wanted to ask about that, about the lighting of the film, because to me, that really adds kind of that feel to the movie.
3: Yeah. I, again, g- going back to the whole punk thing, you know, we knew that we wanted it to be kind of bright, uh, colorful, while in this kind of dark, gloomy environment, because we see a lot of these kind of post-apocalyptic films um, and although this isn't a post-apocalyptic world that has that feeling, it is kind of modern, but it's not quite like, you don't know the time and place necessarily and where it is. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to make sure that we brought some kind of color and vibrancy to this dark and, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Gloomy. I couldn't think of the damn word. This dark and gloomy world, you know? Um, just because it, you don't get to see that a lot in this kind of style of film. So, yeah, that was important to us. And so we kind of, we actually, uh, Pasha, the DOP and I, we kind of picked out which kind of colors we wanted to have uh, featured in each battle. So, um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was fun.
0: Cool. All right. We will let you go then. But thank you. Uh, Thanks, for- guys. Yeah. And I'll really follow about- the rest yeah. of the interview. Yeah. Have a good shot. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> have a good day guys that's a weird uh weird thing to say but it's it's fitting happy,
5: yeah. <laughs> happy vaccine,
0: yeah.
5: Happy vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: you guys mentioned that um being kind of uncomfortable uh added to it how about just being on the set this big immense you know place uh what's that like when you first get it get on there get into the arena
2: exciting. i mean you uh-huh. it looked amazing and real life, never mind on camera. I mean, all of us were like giddy and giggling and looking at it and we're like, yay, we get to play here for the next like 12 days. At least that, that's how I felt. What about you guys?
5: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like even just shooting at nighttime too. So we were sleeping during the day and then like waking up at like seven o'clock at night and starting your day that way. And like, and it really just helped you get in that world. Like I really felt like we were up partying all night and then you'd wake up and you'd like, Felt like a real rock star. It was cool.
4: Yeah, the arena yeah. was pretty insane to see in person. Like what you see as a moviegoer, you would look at that and see, oh, that, oh yeah, that's CGI. Like it's really good CGI, but it wasn't. Like the entire arena was physically built. Like every single car was actually there. So we walked in on day one and we were like, oh shit, this is this is a this is real. Like this is a massive thing that they built for us. Which is yeah. just this, this crazy kind of cognitive dissonance to go. Wow, it, it was just massive, and the the lights, all of that lighting, was there in person. All of it was actually there, and it was just this impressive feat of creativity and and engineering, and the amount of work that went into that. I got to shout out the crew and the creative designers, and the, wow, the work that they were able to accomplish yeah. was absolutely awe inspiring to actually physically be in arena. Like how often do you get that nowadays with modern CGI? How often do you get to look around and go, I am in an arena made out of cars. Like, the that is you know incredible. Is the, the audience was really <laughs> yes. so The audience there. wasn't there. <laughs> There's <They're> so- blow dolls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were never there at the same time as any of the crowd or the <laughs> emperor. So oh, really?
0: Yeah,
4: right. yeah
2: We got Julian. We didn't have Julian like speaking. We had to like per- look at a stick in the dark yeah, he, oh, yeah. Like, your lady right here and we're like oh, oh no
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny yeah
0: but, M- michelle you had a great scene with the emperor though uh you know you're the
1: dinner w- oh yeah
2: yeah yeah. Dinner, well, yeah. I, I, thank you for saying that um i it was i i think i remember speaking with chelsea and emily and we were prepping for it and it was just a moment in life where I felt angry with my own personal problems and I was ready to just spew it. And Julian Richings is so generous with his acting too. It's easy to just respond to him. He scared the fuck out of me no. in real life. Like so as he was doing it, I knew I had to protect my girls, but I wanted to but he was he scared me. So those like maybe tears or whatever in that scene, it they were all coming from a very guttural place for me um and i remember as soon as that scene finished i looked at emily and chelsea and, and i was just like <laughs> they came and we i think we gave each other a hug and they're like it's okay mish like let it out you know it was just um yeah it was one of those moments so i i thanks for bringing that up with that scene no,
0: it really is a great scene like you guys were saying earlier if you don't uh if you're not connected to the characters and don't feel something for the characters you know, in other movies, you know, does, you can watch it and it will be fun to see, but, you know, adding something uh, that connects you to the characters makes it much more uh, impactful movie.
2: Absolutely. And a generous, you know, co-star that's across from you is the best thing in the world. Cause then you can both let go and just listen to each other and exist, you know? So.
0: We had Julian on the show last year. He's really a really cool guest too, but uh, a fan of his work.
5: He's he's so well-spoken and he's so kind and so cool and so effortless. But like, we were just on another podcast with him. And I was like, this man is amazing. Like, where is he from? He's incredible. And like, yeah, yeah, and super talented. He has it all. He's really cool. He's my one uh, hall pass. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say, it's fun to walk into
4: conversations and be like, oh, like talking about acting. It's like, yeah, I got to stab death in the face with a fork. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
5: oh yeah that's definitely a fun thing to say now <laughs> you stabbed him in the face of the sport, oh,
2: oh yeah i
4: remember
2: that that's right <laughs> amazing
4: yeah you were having your like emotional moment i was busy getting choked right. out in the corner
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> you mentioned earlier about you know having background in stunts and fighting how about uh for the musical musical parts did any of you have any background in, in a band playing instruments?
2: kiriana
4: yeah um i have a little bit on and off i used to play in like school right and um i actually have a really good friend i got to shout out the band till howl i'm really close friends with the lead singer guitarist and the drummer and when i booked this i messaged them and i was like hey you want to help me like brush up on the drums because it's been like five six years since i've played them and the drummer from the band ended up meeting up with me a couple of times and we just like started working it and he taught me the song and I was able to brush up on my skills enough that it was like passable and he was super lovely about it and so helpful. And I gotta just say, they're the raddest band. Listen to their stuff on Spotify. They're fantastic. Um, would love to work with them again, but we actually rented a studio, all four of us. We rented a studio when we all booked it and we just like practiced. <laughs>
1: really? Yeah. That was
4: really fun. In Kensington, we all just like rented a bunch of guitars and a drum set and rented a studio. And then we just like vibed for a night
0: which was really fun. You know, it came off like, you know, it, you know like this is a real band cuz we've all seen movies where it, it we've seen people playing, you know, instruments whatever and you could tell like they don't know, you know, they've never really done it before. <laughs> you <laughs> might overlook it or whatever, but this seemed you know, genuine.
5: It was yeah. tough because I don't have any uh experience. Well, that's not true. I played the flute in grade 6. Hey. <laughs> no, it's
0: a great but, great instrument.
5: <laughs> thank you that's but good. i did take lessons i took guitar <laughs> lessons for this and i learned how to play the song but then on the day of shooting there we don't even have the so- the song playing or it was playing at random times and they're editing it so yeah. even if i was playing the proper chords and stuff it they edit it to a different part of the song so it made me really rethink all the other movies when you see people playing guitar and you're like that's <laughs> not the right but it it might just be the way it, it could be ed- yeah
0: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Or even it's people dancing month. to music, and it might not be it, right. What's yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. I never really thought
3: of that either.
4: Yeah. That entire scene where we're we're playing the instruments and I'm playing the drums, like I was actually playing yeah. the drums. Like and I was sweating. Funny, funny you that. That Thank was you. yeah. I was very impressed. So good. Somehow managed to lose one of my drumsticks that night. <laughs> All right.
1: Never that found was, it. Oh man. Yeah. yeah, and like I go on eBay. Really commend you on that too. Like, yeah, we were kind of miming. I was miming the bass, and We, but uh, Emily, like you're miming like a little bit, but like figured out how to play every time. Kiriana was really playing those beats every time. And In the beginning, Jill was supposed to be the drummer. And I was like, I don't know how to play the drums. So no. And then they gave me the bass and said, and they were like, Oh, sick. Kiriana, you know how to play the drums. It's cool. 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 Yeah. yeah, I'll give you that mm-hmm. one. And like, so Kiriana, every time you see her playing that she really figured out where she was in the song and like really did it. And like, I don't know if y'all play drums. It's very difficult. It's yeah. very hard. So good for you, baby. I remember Andrew yeah, would really. send
5: us videos of Kiriana playing the drums because he was so excited at how good she was getting. <laughs> yeah. And before shooting. And he'd like send us videos like, look how good she is. She's like, oh, has yeah, this, this. And he was like really stoked about how great. I had was. no idea he was sending those to you guys.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Maybe yeah, this is something you can jump. continue in the future. Drumming. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, a huge shout out to to Wade McNeil, who uh, was so badass with helping us just put everything together. And for me, with my vocals, because I can't sing <laughs> at all. And on my run. show, I had to sing these like Disney songs. So when I got there, I looked at Wade. and I was intimidated. He's like has his big beard and his like raspy voice. And I was like, oh, man, this is good. And he's like, OK, go. And I'm like, miss. Forty. He's like, "Oh, girl, hell no." He's like, "That is not how this works." He's like, "Take that pretty thing and you know, chuck it out the window and let's start again." He's like, "From here and just." I'm like, "Okay, amazing." And then it just like just was spewing out (laughs) like getting into it, and again, super therapeutic. I honestly considered getting into it after the movie, Um, but he did amazing. He was super helpful, and I it sounds good. It like it doesn't
4: sound. So the soundtrack of this movie is absolutely mind-blowing. Like it's probably my favorite part is the soundtrack that came after this. And I want it on Spotify. I'm like, when are they gonna release the album? Because like I want to <laughs> listen to music all of the time. This is amazing.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah. uh Chelsea, do you have any uh memories of of doing the scene? The music scene? Uh in the in the band? Yeah.
1: Oh. Oh my gosh, so many. There was just like so many behind the scenes moments that like come to mind right now when we were like we had um, oh my gosh, it's all coming back now. I invited my one of my best friends, Patrick. Uh, Patrick, if you're watching, hi, honey. Um, I invited him <laughs> to set because Andrew was like, we need some extras and stuff to play the audience. And somehow he got himself, and he's not an actor, he's a firefighter. Um, he got himself in the front row center watching us um in the band and he was there like the entire day but but I just remember us just like vibing and just like rapping Eminem between takes and like resetting the lights and and just like really trying to be like freaking rock stars and and headbanging and we had not a full audience but we had people in front of us to, to play off of and um I used to do a lot of live theater so having actually getting to play to an audience when we were just pretending to be rock stars um that's one of the first things that that comes to mind in that particular scene for me is the behind the scenes <laughs> and in the, in between moments. Like I, I really enjoyed just like us, just us and the little family that we became, you know? So, yeah.
0: Did you all stay in touch after the movie? I know you're doing like, you know, interviews and stuff, but um, yeah. I was asked too about <laughs> the, festival, the festival run because you did festivals, but festivals were different this year. You know, they were virtual. So I don't know if you got to see the movie in, in like an actual audience.
4: We did I didn't. I didn't. I disappeared. Um because I, I I unfortunately um my appendix ruptured and I was poisoned for over a month and I got very sick. So I unfortunately kind of just disappeared through all of twenty nineteen because I was very ill. So I'm cool now, but yeah, no, I've been I've been gone. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. So yeah. I didn't get to make it to the screening either. And
2: yeah, we missed you at the yeah, screening. But- Cool. it's fun seeing it on this massive screen sitting beside each other and like seeing all that hard work
4: in an hour and a half like, I hope like, they do another one once once pandemic is like officially uh, ended I hope they
5: do it again so I can actually see it on the big screens that I didn't get to yeah, yeah. yeah. We super close after and then COVID happened and we just and Mish lives in LA and it's like we just couldn't we can't see each other right now so it's really tough but
1: yeah, and we used, like, after we wrapped, like, we would still have, like, dinners and stuff together. We did Christmas <laughs> and yeah, a bunch Patricia. of stuff. But now we're in a Patricia, so we can't really do that right now. <laughs> that
5: your, uh, name for it? That- yeah, yeah.
1: Patricia or Panini or Panny, whatever you want to use. <laughs>
5: <laughs> All right. No. Go away. Uh, <laughs>
2: Trissa,
0: did have- uh, Trissa, did you have a question?
2: Aside from the musical preparation, how did you guys go about approaching your roles?
5: Did a lot of work ahead of time. Like we got cast pretty early and Andrew was really involved in um, getting us super prepared. Like we created our looks. We chose our tattoos. We we did a lot of of work ahead of time.
1: Yeah. And even... Yeah, we got to pick our hair, our, our whole looks head to toe. And I know Jill's Jill's costume was a little bit of a, that was custom made out of like leather belts. The costume designer, she ended up making a mold of my body and making that custom for me out of like leather belts and found uh, different things. But We were all very involved from the beginning. And it was probably what, how many months before we even started shooting, like eight or nine months almost it felt like from like the first moment of, of being cast and then into stunt rehearsals and then I even did well it might be a, a spoiler anyway I did a lot of research on Jill and her state of body at the time um we went yeah, to the Jones? whole crew like we go oh yeah. we went to a concert to like experience what like mosh pit life is like and, and what like band culture yeah yeah
4: that was the night we met yeah yeah, we were
1: literally the four of us headbanging,
2: and Andrew took us to <laughs> where did we go in Toronto? It was the we uh, were in
1: Sneaky D's upstairs. They were throwing a punk rock concert, yeah.
2: tequila shots. I mean, headbanging. We all just like, you know. Oh my gosh! I was and so Emily. I was,
4: oh my gosh! And we ended up at Cherry Colas at a burlesque show as well. Didn't we? oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Oh my finished. gosh. it's so fun and I remember like yeah we went to dinner we went to this like lovely Italian restaurant and then went to the costume and I just remember looking and I was like where's Emily it's like (laughs) and I just met her and you were like full-on elbows throwing in the middle of the mosh pit and we're like wow okay I want (laughs) to like her that's great
5: (laughs) I was so intimidated of the girls because Michelle walks in she's like this like like doves are behind her and there's like like so beautiful and then chelsea and kiriana were so bonded i assumed that they were already dating or already knew each other they were so connected and they both looked so terrifying they had like black lipstick on and oh yeah and i was just like okay (laughs) hi guys i was so nervous i wanted them to like me so badly and i was so intimidated by them all and now they're all just derps they're all beans.
4: yeah (laughs) yeah For, for me personally like aside from all of this like one of the things that I do a lot as an actor and everything that I work on is that I focus a lot on the music so I build a playlist for pretty much every character that I play and then I'll just be listening to that like every single day as much as possible to try and really understand where the sound of this person sits in my body and how that affects me how that affects how I move how that affects how I talk and that's become really really useful for me for pretty much every character i've ever played and i remember i think i made a like a cassie playlist and i'm pretty sure i shared it with all of the girls yeah. at one point we ended up like playing it in the makeup trailer on set so i just had all this like 90s queer feminist punk rock and i was just like yeah this is this is the vibe like this is like l7 stuff like that joan joan Jett and the black hearts like all of those vibes that are just very much fitting what miss 45 was fighting for in the story um and yeah, that's something I, st- I still live to this day. Because I think, I think music is incredibly powerful. And that's what we tried to capture a lot in this film, right? Is that how, how much the music speaks. It changes the people that play it. And it changes the people that listen to it in very different ways. And I, and I mm-hmm. hope we captured that accurately. Yeah.
3: So
0: uh, what did you think of the movie itself when you see it all finished and edited together?
1: I loved it. Quite honestly, I was shocked that I thoroughly enjoyed it like because like jumping into it and I was like Andy we're doing what for how much money like budget wise I was like okay you're gonna build this stadium and do all these special effects on this Canadian budget like okay and I I really 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 enjoyed it and it's so paid off and like you we really put our blood sweat and tears very literally into this movie and I was so pleasantly surprised by the blood gags and the stunts and the acting and yeah, from A to Z, like everybody really pulled out all the stops. And I didn't think I was gonna like it, and I really surprisingly did. So yeah.
2: And I think that's what happens when you have a group of actors. I know we, we saw each other yesterday or the day before some of us. Um, and I'd mentioned this, but like when actors show up committed it's everything because yeah. I've done projects where like someone doesn't care and I care. I really want to make, tell stories and connect. Like that's the whole thing. That's why we're doing it. So we're sacrificing all these things and just like being there and doing everything we can. So I, out of any movie I've ever done to this day, this was the movie with the most committed cast, um, that I've ever worked with hands down, end of story. So mm-hmm. thank you guys for, you know, showing up each day and just like, Fucking going for it, like whatever it was. And for me, like I'm not a big preparer, I lean on the side of spontaneity. So I remember Emily and I was kind of hilarious because Emily, she's taking notes probably as we're speaking now, (laughs) like like, colorful post (laughs) it. And so when she showed up, her binder was filled. She's like, Okay, so Michelle, on this scene, when we're doing this part, and I was like, Whoa, 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 hold on. I'm like, What scene? She's like, You don't know what scene? I'm like, sorry, where does that land before which other one? And she's like, but you're one of the leading characters. And I'm like, I know, I know, I know. Hold on. Wait, we'll go over the scene. And it's interesting because for Emily, the best way she can, you know, showcase her work is with her preparation. That gives her freedom. I, I think, right? Like that gives you your freedom. And for me, it's figuring it out in the moment when it's happening and not knowing what's coming next exactly, like it kind of gives me a fear of like figuring it out and like forces me to listen, and then I can act spont- spontaneously. But every actor has you know a different method. Like Kirana says she uses her music. Emily uses her you know preparation. Me, it's just this like um, spontaneity that I, I I'll tune into. You know, Chelsea, I'm sure I, I, you have yours as well. You know, we all come with something different. So. But that was a funny story. She just looked at me, she's like, wait, what? And I'm like, it's okay. And then I think, Emily, um, I think you, I remember you saying the first time we had a scene together, you were holding your breath a bit because of my lack of preparation. And then when we did it, you were like, oh, my God. God. I <laughs> right? remember that and I remember the binder. And the, you, were there, Fiona, and you, you were there for the binder. So Emily, what did, what did you think in that moment?
5: Yeah, well, I just didn't, because like you, I've worked with so many actors who just don't care. And I've had like a lot of bad experiences where they just don't care. They're there for the paycheck and they're not in it and they're not excited about it. And they don't know their lines and they're kind of like learning their lines as they go. And you're like, Oh, it's uh, that sucks. It's not fun. And even if they pull out a good performance, it's not fun working with someone who doesn't give a shit. So yeah. I was like, Oh great. Here we go. Like another one of those. But then it was like, of course she's still prepared. She just, we work differently. Yeah. But yeah. No, it was, it was, yeah. It yeah, really it's fun. fascinating to
2: see like how everyone kind of has their own thing to bring their best work.
5: Yeah,
0: yeah. I just mm-hmm. wanted to ask about uh Ryan Allen who plays Driller in the movie. Uh, he huh. was great in the movie too. And the, the any any uh, stories about him? That's, That's the best.
1: A crazy story, actually. So when Ryan got cast it was supposed to be another actor and the it, something happened and we're, we were scrambling to find a new driller now we were like, already shooting we were, shooting. Having, we we were, were in the middle shooting. of shooting and like that character driller was supposed to go like to camera the next day so we we're like okay well does anybody know anybody that could play the driller and we were at lunch and then michelle right you ended up knowing yeah, Ryan, and point, uh on another series
2: called blue mountain State. And the role called for someone larger than life. And I was like, oh my God, I know the perfect person, Andrew. I'm like, I don't know if he's available tomorrow morning in Sudbury, (laughs) but like, let's, let's
1: ask him. And uh, yeah, sorry, continue, continue, tell. Oh yeah. So we asked him, Michelle texted him and probably within like hours, he was in a car headed to Sudbury and like, he learned his lines in that five hour car ride from Toronto to Sudbury and maybe if the next day after that, so I think he landed at like sometime at nighttime and that morning, which was like our shooting day was like, a, we started at five in the, the afternoon and then would get home at like seven o'clock in the morning. Cause we were doing night shoots. Um, he showed up and killed it literally with like six hours notice and learned all of his scenes. And he was on set for the next, however many days, three or four days shooting all of those scenes. And I can't imagine anybody else. Reading that part now and is Driller, really, really meant to be
5: so differently than the way he played it. Driller is right so differently, and he is just amazing in it. He was so good, and he's such a great person. He's so cool and so talented, yeah. and so kind. he's also
4: a vocalist. And he ended up like what he does is he teaches metal screamers how to scream without destroying their vocal cords. So I remember he ended up teaching Michelle a bunch of stuff on set as well because that's just that's what he does, and it happened to be like so perfect timing wise
0: yeah pretty awesome uh you have another question
2: do you guys want to uh, plug any other upcoming projects
1: oh actually um so i i have a movie coming out in a couple of months i'm not sure sure when it's called the party planner and uh sometime at the end of the year if you want to watch my series slow pitch on amazon prime throughout tv go check that out we're going to camera for a second season soon, but if you want to catch up on that first season, please do. <laughs> oh. okay.
5: Um, I That's did another, it. another project with Raven banner and um, we, I I don't know how much I'm allowed to say about it. And I'm nervous because Andrew's not here, but I know that <laughs> it's been released that uh, Slash is producing and um, it's starring Alan Hocko and um, Natalie Brown and myself. And uh <sighs> going to be dope and it's in the horror genre Um, uh, Rodrigo Godino is directing Rumorg if you know him incredible I hope I'm not in trouble right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: Yeah, um, I'm in season five of The Expanse, which is on Amazon Prime, so check that out. Uh, that's why I still have this, because they I, I keep booking things that are like, oh, we're going to reshape that. We're going to reshape that. So I just, nobody's let me grow it out. <laughs>
0: it's like your signature <laughs> thing now.
4: Basically, yeah. Uh, so yeah, season by of The Expanse. Um, and yeah, similar to Emily, there's, I can't really, I'm not allowed to say things. Um, I can say, um, shout out to somebody watching this, um, I'm in... For, like early production of a feature film that's actually kind of a similar like queer grunge band vibe where I'm playing the lead guitarist and it's like a queer love story so that's gonna be really exciting whenever that happens and I'm very much looking forward to bringing back the the playlists
2: <laughs>
5: hey, keep us posted yeah.
2: yeah um and as for me um I have uh, actually different genres coming out this year. I had a comedy that came out called Reboot Camp back in, I think it was April that it released. Uh, we have our spare parts coming out, well, two days ago or three days ago, which is a thriller. Um, I did a film called Love and Translation, which is like a feel-good rom-com. And then a Christmas movie that will come out in December. Um, and again, a feel-good, you know, kind of, you know, Christmas vibes. So yeah, that's kind of my forecast
0: and one question too is about you said that uh you were allowed to pick your tattoos did anyone pick a tattoo that either had like a you know a funny backstory to it or something personal to them
4: most of our tattoos were like, they were like pre-designed Almost and we just like, got to pick from like a selection. Oh, okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, when we, the original plan was that we were actually going to get to design our own tattoos. And I had talked to a bunch of like, I have a bunch of friends that are really incredible local musicians. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to take their band logos and turn them into tattoos and then have them on <laughs> my arm. as like a shout out to like the Toronto rock scene. Unfortunately, that didn't end up happening because of budget reasons. So we had to like pick from a list, but that's what I, I wanted to do originally. So then we ended up finding meanings, I like, think think after we had them like Chelsea and I we had like matching tattoos or like coinciding tattoos a bunch of times that we got to like kind of work on together which was really cool and like have the meaning for ourselves after the fact
5: Mm -hmm. I've always really wanted like a giant hip tattoo like that is from like mid-thigh and then like on your bum and then all the way up your back I think that's like the coolest thing but I'm not cool enough to get it in real life and so (laughs) they made a couple of those tattoos for me and there was one scene where we're getting dressed where we thought we might see it but we never actually did but i would wear the tattoo even though it was covered by my shorts so i had like a secret one for me that i really
3: loved
0: (laughs) that worked (laughs)
3: Yeah
5: I gotta say I miss being covered In
4: tattoos Like as an actor It's a little hard to do And I miss just having Like all the tattoos Down the arm mm-hmm. Any chance I get On any kind of film set, so I'm like Give me tattoos And they're like Cool
1: like, Yes Yeah Cause I, I added a, The ones on my bicep I added those ones And since then There was a, a rose On my forearm Since then I actually got Like an actual Like real tattoo Put there Um, Kind of of the same idea It was something That I was like thinking of like that it was the classic americana like dagger and the rose you can see it on like one of the posters i'm like behind there and since then i chose that because i was actually kind of knocking around an idea in my mind i already have like a bunch of stupid tattoos on, on my ribs and stuff all of those were my real tattoos i think i only added out of the i have seven real ones i think i only added like three fake ones um so we used my my real art that I had. And then since then, I, I oh, if you can like see that, but it was, this one's for like my family and about like the duality of life. And I think particularly with Jill, there was a lot of chaos, but a lot of beauty as well. And that's, that's what that tattoo ended up being. And now it's real. Now it's on my body forever because I always have to cover my tattoos for gigs anyway. I just did a Hallmark movie and I had to cover all my tattoos, <laughs> um, but makeup is wonderful. So YOLO, whatever.
0: Hmm. Is that a long process to cover up the tattoos?
1: Um, It used to be. I used to do theater for a long time and I would have to show up like, cause I have my ribs on both sides and then like my hands and and arms done. So, and I would do my own makeup before and it would take like, I would have to show up two and a half hours before everybody on set to do my makeup. There was this one play after the intermission, um, I'm changing on stage in front of the audience. So I already had to have my makeup set in the beginning of the show. So I had to like do my ribs and do my arms. And it did take about two or three hours to do every show, but that was like made almost 10 years ago. So now like it's a quick spray of color, correct and like really full coverage stuff. And it lasts all day. Like, like makeup technology has just improved so much. That's why I'm not too worried about collecting tattoos these days I almost lost a couple of jobs like five, six years ago, particularly with like commercials because clients don't want to spend the time. They don't want to do it, but now it's super quick and relatively cheap. Siri, I'm not talking to you, Um, but now it's super (laughs) quick and, uh, and relatively simple to just have the artist do it. It took me maybe 20 minutes every day to cover my tattoos on the gig that I recently did. And I have seven or eight tattoos. So it's not, it's not an issue these days anymore. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I really enjoyed uh, Spare Parts. Uh, I thought I was going to like it from the trailer, and I I really dug it. And uh, so it's on video on demand, DVD, Blu-ray, wherever you get your your DVDs and Blu-rays—Amazon, all those places. And uh, uh, any—if people want to follow any of you, not to your homes or anything, but online.
5: (laughs) <laughs> I would prefer to my home.
3: Actually. That's very lonely. Nice. Yeah, on yeah, Taco Tuesday. Como. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so,
1: well, you, you want to go around was- Instagram. Well, if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, um, there's like Facebook and stuff, I don't really check it, but so on Instagram you can follow me at Chelsea Mhead. Uh that's my handle. Follow me there. I'll try to follow you back. You're
0: good, Emily? Yeah.
5: I actually don't really have, so I think I still have Facebook. Um, like I my I,
0: <laughs>
5: I do have Facebook though. If you want to do there, I don't really post that much, but um,
0: I still have a MySpace.
5: Yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm work on that. I'm going to work on it.
0: Yeah, Instagram. <laughs> uh,
5: oh, I'm
4: on. Uh, I guess Instagram and Twitter. I mostly use Instagram. Just at Kiriana Stanton. Super, super simple, easy to remember.
0: Very good. And Michelle.
4: Yeah, mine's uh, very
2: similar, so at Michelle underscore Argris spelt, or er, said Argus, not Argyris Argyris Argyris, or Argyris if you want to get specific.
4: And I'm sure for people watching the film on all of our Instagrams there's like old behind the scenes shots, like a way back if, if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see some stuff from behind the scenes of the film
0: Yeah. Well, appreciate all of you being on. Thank you yeah, for good show.
2: Thanks for having us Thanks fun. for and, having us Good to see you all.
5: Yeah, good <laughs> I to see you guys. To, I miss you guys so your much. Your
0: list is uh, oh, yeah. American Werewolf in London. That's...
1: American
5: Okay, I'm putting yep. it okay. on my list right now. And if anyone wants to, like, message me on Facebook and tell me awesome requests, I would really appreciate it. I That'd I'd, I'd be cool. Thank you. Yeah, slide
1: into them DMs. Tell us some movies
0: <laughs> yeah, that works. we should watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, it'll be fun to talk to you all again sometime.
1: Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I wish all the have best. a good one. Yeah, stay safe. Stay Bye. well. Get your vaccines. Happy nah. Pride and all the things.
0: All three of us. Yeah, happy things. Pride.
1: That's awesome.
0: Oh yeah. True enough. Hi <laughs> everybody. From ancient terrors to the search for modern day conspiracies,
5: the tomb of Nick Cage is the new sound in horror rock. Uncover the mystery of old world horror for the new world order on iTunes, Amazon, and more. Ripley,
1: we should have
0: The tomb of Nick Cage.
1: They're coming night. Roughly, they're coming night. Roughly, they're
5: coming night. Roughly, they're coming night.
3: night. Roughly. Find out
5: on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The tomb of Nick Cage.
4: They're coming.